Maybe midnight or midday Never early, never late He gon' stand by what he claimed Lived enough life to say I heard your heart, I see your pain Out in the dark, out in the rain Feel so alone, feel so afraid I heard you pray, in Jesus' name It may be midnight or midday It's never early, never late He gon' stand by what he claimed I lived enough life to say This is Pastor Tanya Uyola, affectionately known as Pastor Tan. It has been an interesting day. This whole entire week has been interesting. But I wanted to let you know that we have been able to overcome a lot of different obstacles, having to grieve, also having to pray, having to have joy and peace and long suffering and just a lot of emotions going on during the last couple of weeks. But I understand and know that God is still on the throne. So I wanted to let you know that it is almost time for my children to get out of school. Yay! So it is going to be a change of pace. And I know for the month of July, I will be taking a premature little bit of break. But please let, I want to be able to revamp. It is written. And I wanted to kind of do some things uh, and have some things in the works. Amen. So, but without further ado, I would like to introduce you to, this is going to be Minuet's or Mimi's moment. Hello, Minuet. Hi. How are you? I'm here. You're here? Wait a minute. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so, how, how was school so far? Stressful. Stressful. Okay. But now you, you're down to how many days before school is out? One and a half. One and a half days. Not even a half. We only got two hours in the second day. Oh, okay. So, I mean, at least that's something to look forward to, right? No. <laughs> Going to sixth grade, that's no. <laughs> well, anyway, that's a blessing. So, congratulations. But I wanted to let you know, we're going to talk about things that happen through life. And what do you mean? Pastor, we get the good things such as graduation or elevations or in minuets, uh, you know, in her way, she's going to the sixth grade. So that's a good, good thing. But no, it isn't. It's a stressful day. <laughs> well, either way that you look at it, you know, it is a part of life. We have to keep moving. Things change all the time. It's up to us on how we're going to receive it. Right. Yay. Yay. Okay. So I wanted to let you know. All right. So Minuet, how how is something that has changed for you during this time being in the fifth grade or just in life in general? Uh, not much of change has changed this past few months, other than the fact we're going we're going on we're going on summer break almost, and uh, we almost got in sixth grade, and that's not great. Yay. Okay. Well, did you have any friends or anything besides that to, to change? Mostly just talking to random people, seeing how their day was, and seeing, 
you know how things work. Oh, okay. So, I mean, what do you usually talk about if you're with these random people? Silly joke things, you know, things that aren't really, they don't really matter. Okay. Well, why, why do you say that? Because it's just a joke. It's nothing serious. Okay. I mean, for some people, it's a sense of just uh, being able to be seen, being heard. You know, that's thing, that kind of thing. I mean, some people don't even get the acknowledgement or the recognition when they go home. Mad and some people are rude too. That, well, that's that's a different level of truth. That is so true. Some people don't have the bedside manners or just being able to talk to people. And when they do talk to people, it's rude and downright disrespectful. Yes, that is the truth. And if someone comes to you and says you did something wrong, just say sorry. It's not that many words. It's like one. And then explain that you didn't mean to do it. They don't acknowledge the fact, or don't gaslight them to thinking that they that they have a wrong perspective over something. Okay, what does, uh, so, so you're telling me that you had witnessed someone uh, pretty much telling a lie, and they did not want to sit there and admit they were wrong? I ain't naming names, but I haven't been a victim to this. Okay, so you've been a victim to someone doing you wrong. Is that part of life? Sadly, yes. Okay, so for us, you know that Jesus and well as his disciples and way before them, a lot of people that confess to be of Jesus have been wronged. And some of them like Joseph and having the coat of many colors. His brothers were able to what? Sold him off to slavery. Right. He sold him off to slavery. He didn't do anything wrong. He just, honestly, for him, he just thought that it was a uh, misfortune of circumstances that God was giving him visions and not his brothers. It's called jealousy, my friend. Right. That's a part of life. Some people get jealous because your anointing is sometimes bigger than theirs and they don't understand it. Or you are just more respected or have like more or have a different trait that they want. But they don't understand how to get that and end up causing more pain and suffering for everyone. This is true. This is something that sometimes we as uh, disciples and followers of Jesus... We have to honestly sit there and, you know, sit there and see the people that are around us. Some people we call friends, family, associates, or people that we go to school with in Mimi's case. In my case, it would be the jobs or, you know, just different positions. How people are treating us is very important because that speaks volumes, right? But also at the same time, it, it gives us a viewpoint of how they were treated in the past and also how we should be able to treat them now, right? And or how they were raised. That's now some parents, because sometimes it's not the child's fault, sometimes it's just the parents being a not good parent. Now you heard that from her, not me. <laughs> but it, it is true. Um, now it seems as though the world society has went away from home training, from respect of 
you know, parents not being able to discipline their children, not being able to tell their children that they were wrong, uh, not being able to honestly just tell them in a very respectful manner, but also disciplining them when they are wrong and not giving them things, you know, to to subsidize them being able to be bad, but sitting there honestly putting them on timeout, sometimes being able to discipline them because they need it. And sometimes just sitting down and talking to your children is perfectly fine too. It depends on the way you do things. That is your opinion, not mine. That's true. Now, some certain children, you can sit there and you can talk to them and they will straighten up. Some children will, you would have to honestly have to sit there and put them on punishment. Or also at the same time, some people, you know, it says the in the Bible, spell, spoil, spare the rye, spoil the child. And certain people, they don't want to sit there and tell their children they were, you know, you're wrong. And tell them what's wrong. Do not just, like, put them in timeout or, like, yell at them or anything. They're not going to get what they did wrong if you don't tell them what they did wrong. Because then they're going to go on with the rest of their life, like, why did I get punished for that? And that's true. Sometimes we have to sit down as, you know, parents and honestly sit there and tell the child what they did wrong why did they and honestly ask them why did you do this and then you punish them but tell them don't do it anymore and love on them let them know you're there still and you you are there to discipline them love on them and take care of them now i wanted to ask you also menuet how is it for you and your friends um about sometimes being able to go to your parents and talk to them well, there's not much to talk about most of the time because not much goes on. Okay, what if you have problems or issues or something like that? See what happens, go talk to your parents. Okay, see what happens and go to the parents. Now, I'm going to say this also too. It's not always going to be roses when we're living in this life. God didn't promise us that. They, you see, if Jesus was persecuted, you will be too. And his disciples and everyone that proclaims who God is. And during this time in society, uh, a lot of societies are going so many different ways. And violence and hatred. I mean, children are going against parents. Parents are going against children. There has been a whole lot of, you know, honestly, a whole lot of hurt, harm, strife, murder, jealousy, rage, hatred. Oh my goodness, it is so, I mean, it is coming to the point now where parents can't, or children can't be safe in their own homes. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. It is getting to that point where parents and children, if you are not of God, are not able to be able to sustain in this time. So many of them are dying. So many of their parents are doing, neglecting them not feed, feeding them malnourished i mean finances are not there it, the the situation of just having no baby formula for the babies that hits my heart so i wanted to ask you also to mimi how did you feel when you found out no formula for the children of the united states how the mess did that happen it's, it's mass produced right and because they said it was uh um 
as they said, that it was a, a virus or some type of ailment. So that's why they could not produce it in the United States. And nine times out of 10, our formula came from China, which that should not have been. But these are the things we have to talk about, right? Sometimes there's no way around problems. Right. And, but it says in Romans 8 and 28, here you go, Mimi, go ahead and read that for us. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Right. So now you know we have to go through some things, but all of those things we have to go through, God makes sure it works out for our good. There's he, always a reason for everything. Right. There's always a reason for everything. Even if it's bad, God still turns it around for your good. Even if you have to be able to move, relocate, or sometimes lose things as a home, a car, a home, a car, or just, you know, being able to get in a different environment. There is a reason, employment for everything. God tells you that already in the word of God. He does that for our good. And also at the same time, sometimes we have to get rid of some things in order to make room for new things. Let me say that one more time. So, Minuet, how many times have we lost a lot of things in your lifetime? I lost track. Say that one more time. I lost track. You lost track. Why? Because some things happen all together. Some things happen apart. I've been alive for 10 years and I can't remember little I can't remember half the things from when I was 6. Okay. Well, let me say this. We have been homeless. We have been able to you know, scrounge up for food and we've been able to honestly have some things that we needed to shift in our lives. It has no, not No, I understand that part. It's just that like literally everything else that I forgot. Okay, that's fine. And that's okay because at the time she was she was very she was very little. But what I'm saying is that when we're about to make room for certain things like a new bed or something like that, what do you do? You what? Prepare. You prepare, right? You prepare how how do you prepare? Well, first you got to move literally everything out of the way so you can put the bed in. Right. So, and then sometimes in our case, God wants us to move all of the sin, all of the things that we're carrying with us, unforgiveness, unfaithfulness, all these different things, depression, everything else that we have in our whole entire life. He wants us to move those things and give them to him. And then at the same time to make room for those things, you have to prepare yourself. You got to sit there and honestly be praying. Fasting, meditating. Meditating is being able to concentrate on the word of God and eat on that every day. And at the same exact time, pray over your children. Yes, I'm going to say that one more time. Pray for your children because sometimes, you know, the enemy will work in them also. And also at the same time, what do we need to do for the parents, Mimi? You have to pray for the parents, but... Another thing is sometimes there is no saving people. Sometimes you can't do anything. Or sometimes you just, like, there's nothing you can do. Like, you try your best, sometimes things don't succeed. And that's true. I mean, if you can sit there honestly and pray for the parents, 
But sometimes the children, in my case, sometimes you have to leave your parents. You love on them. You thank God for them. But don't stay in the toxic way that they are. If they're hitting or hurting or harming you physically or mentally, that's a time where you have to let them go and let God you and let God come into the picture. And it may not be something that you want to do, but God sincerely wants you to sit there and look at the whole situation and say, look, if you have to let them go, cut them off in order for you to survive, you have to. Friends, family, sometimes you have to let those people go. Yes, you love on them. Thank God for them. But you have to move out the way for God to use you. And it becomes more and more. It's those things that happen. I mean, even in when someone of your family members die, you sit there, you go to their eulogies, you say, you know, your final goodbyes to them, but you have to let them go. Okay. And it says Ecclesiastes 3 and 1, to everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. And it does say a time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. Third verse. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. And I don't dance. But a time, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. And a time to embrace and a time to refrain from the embracing. Right. A time to get... And a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time a time to keep, and a time to cast away, a time to rend, and a time to sue. Yes. Yeah. A time to keep silence, and a time to speak. Mm-hmm. A time to love, and a time to hate. Mm. A time of war, and a time of peace. All right, and that's from Ecclesiastes three one first verse through the eighth verse. But it says also, too, let me go right here to the ninth verse. What profit hath he that worketh in that within he laboreth? Some people will sit there and tell you that it doesn't matter what we do as Christians. Yes, it does. We affect a lot of different things. Prayer changes a lot of different things. It doesn't matter if you're Christian or not. You are a human being who affects literally everyone around you. That's true, too. But at the same time, when we pray... A lot of things change. And if we speak up, a lot of things change. And even though you're not, you know, maybe your age may be 9, 10. Or, underestimated. Yes, but you're not. I understand that some people are underestimated. But didn't you do a report on a little girl that was 9 years old? Yes, no script. I'm still nerve-wracked. But it was a good script. But she was nine years old, and she was a part of the Civil Rights Union, and she went to where? Jail for equal rights. Right. And she was only nine. Get it. If you are even a babe in Christ and just start learning who God is, and you're starting to learn who God is for you, it's still a powerful message. So he doesn't mind if you're just a baby to now just understanding who he is to walking in God and doing what God says do, to eating the meat of who God is in his Bible and his word, to running. I mean, just 
Some people are 90 years old, 110 years old, and still living for God. That's awesome. No matter what age you are, God still says you are an impact for him. You are doing the work that he needs for you to do. So, Minuet, is it hard to be able to say that sometimes, yes, you're underestimated. Why are you underestimated? Because of my age. Yay, isn't that a joy? Yes, but sometimes the, the greatest ones, like uh, Albert Einstein, um, Tchaikovsky, um, Beethoven, Michelangelo, all of the greats were started off really young. Your point being, point I understand, being. <laughs> but mm -hmm. I'm Jen and people, people underestimate you because your age and you seem young and you seem oblivious and most people assume of that because that's the way that people assume. But it depends on the way you are raised and it depends on the way you are. Yes, but sometimes, like I said, society wants to put that label on you and you shouldn't let the labels be able to dictate who you are, right? You can't sit there and because somebody sits there and says, oh, you're young, you don't understand. Your point. And exactly, even if you think that, some, and then that's when a lot of people of your, your you know, children of your age, they start speaking up. They start making changes. And when they start doing that, it becomes an impact. And then next thing you know, they won't sit there and say, wait a minute, Minua is very talented. She can do a lot of different things. And I won't, uh, I won't underestimate anyone else. And that sometimes we have to work on that because for us, you know, our generation, for some children, I don't know about you, but, you know, they used to say children should be seen but not heard and that was not a good uh illustration and then i wanted to change that when i got older so that's why i let you speak your mind before i have to honestly sit there and say what's going on and that's some things that you know even teachers to adults today they need to let their children speak their minds and also be creative about it don't have to sit there and be disrespectful respect both sides whether you're older or younger if you respect each other you can be able to meet in the middle no yes okay so i'm just saying it just makes a whole lot more sense if you do it that way and god will bless you now what is something that you want to change can we circle back to this one okay we'll come back to it but i wanted to let you know that it does become a whole lot different for every generation that, you know, from the baby boomers to the, what is it, Gen X to the Gen Zs to everyone else, it is different. But at the same exact time, the morals and the principles in the word of God hasn't changed. The way that we are posturing ourselves in the word hasn't changed. So we need to start understanding and knowing that it's not changing, but it's rearranging how we think of everything else, how the world should be thinking. Should we have God in school? Should we have God in the government? Have God everywhere else? And a lot of the times we are taking God out of schools, taking God out of everything else, that education. I mean, even just writing of, you know, the government to bills and principles. So what do you think about that, Mimi? Sometimes people just don't understand and, mis and misinterpret things. 
Okay, what is it? What do you mean by that? Things are seen differently in different eye, in the different eyes of people. Some people just don't have the same concept as you, and that's perfectly fine. But sometimes having an opinion, the opinion can be wrong. It's okay to be wrong. Please do not just try to make it look like you are correct. You are not correct, and if you are not, then that is okay. Just tell me you need an understanding, and it is very simple to fix it. Okay. So, in retrospect, you want to say that sometimes we can be wrong as humans and we just need to ask for forgiveness if we're wrong. But if you don't understand something, we should ask first and not just assume, right? Mm -hmm. Because it becomes more and more hurtful to the person if they don't understand something. I'm not going to lie. A lot of people, not going to lie, sometimes. People are just out to get you. Sometimes people just don't like you. Or sometimes they try spreading lies or rumors. It happens a lot in the school, surprisingly, and to the fact that the principal had to come into the classroom. Don't ask me Don't ask me why. The only reason I know about this is because it, it spreads so fast in this whole school. Okay, so it pretty much, was because of a miscommunication, someone sat there and started spreading rumors. And it becomes harder and harder to be the person to honestly sit there and say, hey, that's not right, that's not fair. And then you have to lay down the law and say, look, this is what's going on. We need to be able to sit down and talk. Sometimes as many times as you talk to the person, they don't really care, and they're gonna continue what they're doing. In that situation, leave. Well, this is the same occurrence. We, we have those situations where sometimes we get in arguments, sometimes uh, we get, you know, in, you know, spots. I know, and try multiple times before you try just up and leaving. Don't be that way, but like, sometimes yeah. people are just like that. That's true. Sometimes people are like that. They and just... I've learned in my in my lifetime, as young as I am, that sometimes leaving is the simplest way. There are people out there who definitely want to talk to you, who definitely want to speak, hear your opinion and speak their own. Sometimes there's just people who don't understand you. And sometimes they're manipulative and toxic. Please get away from those people at all costs because your because your mental health and your and and how and you yourself are way more important. And this is true. I mean, sometimes it's you know people are not always during this time they're speaking evil is good and good is evil, and you have a lot of false prophets, false teachers, false pastors, preachers, ministers. And they're only out to do their own agenda for, you know, their kingdom. And it becomes more and more apparent now, more than ever, that sometimes the simple things is you don't have to dispute God's word. You just have to honestly know what it is and simply say, God bless you, brother or sister, and walk away. It saves you the heartache. It saves you the disagreements and appointments. Because God doesn't want you debating his word. He knows the word. He knows what, you know, we have and the truth. Simply put, let's say not even the Bible. It's just simple truth. If you know what the truth is and the other person starts to get more and more agitated and angry, you can honestly sit there and say, God bless you, my sister or my brother, and walk away. One thing I've learned is, number one, people will come crawling back that will happen in your lifetime but one thing is if they don't take a few steps back see what they've done and try fixing it they are not trustworthy of you or anyone else you are not bound to the person 
You may not, and if you, and if they force you to be their friend, that's an even more reason to leave. You are not bound to that person. You do not have to fulfill these person's wishes. This person is nothing but another person, and you can simply walk away because you have legs. Or I'm assuming you do, and if you don't, you have other modes of, of transportation. Now, I can honestly agree with you on that one, Minuet, is that sometimes we have to be able to, like I said, because certain people will not always agree with you. And sometimes some people will come back and say they're sorry or what have you not. But for the ones that do not say they're sorry to you. That and the people who do say sorry, sometimes they just haven't thought about it long enough and are just coming back because they realize that you were important and stuff like that. But they haven't made the chance to change. Another thing is some people, they... They continue to, they will tell you that you're living in the past. They'll gaslight and tell you they're, you're wrong, they're correct, and there's something wrong with you. There is not. If you are taking the scenarios from the past to explain their behavior now, you are, that, that information, even if it was a month ago, is still relevant because that is just explaining their behavior now from the past, aka it hasn't changed. You need to fix it. And but see at the same time like she's saying is that because their their behavior, their character, it remains the same. They haven't changed it. They haven't, you know, flipped up anything over. They just became a different they didn't even come become a different person. They stayed the same. And at the same point, they're sitting up here and judging or not judging, but sitting up here and tainting your character to make them look better. That is absolutely unacceptable. Another thing is, um, as hard as you try, they could also, um, what is it? Some people, the thing is about some people is, yes, sometimes they won't, yes, sometimes, but sometimes it doesn't just affect you. Reaching out to other people and, and explaining that it's also another problem means that they don't just go off of you they go off of many different people and they can hurt many different people that is that is why it is very important to make sure that people you know that you actually get to talk to other people see their scenarios and see what happened so you can actually see things all right so sometimes we have to consult god about the situation or also someone that god is leading us to be able to talk to about the situation and they can give their free insight and be un, you know, neutral, not not taking sides, and making sure, hey, you know, hey, absolutely, you were right, or absolutely, I'm sorry, but the, in this time, in this situation, you were wrong, and let's see, let's let's show you how you were wrong. I'm not naming names, but um, one time, so because the person of this behavior um came up to me and said i have some anger issues now and i explained to them and i you know felt pity and i thought i'll explain to them some reasons why to that does not justify how you treat a person yes it can hurt but just say sorry it's not that hard it's only two words i'm sorry okay your mental health is not yes it may sting and yes it may affect affect how you are around people but is but does not drive you to make you the, to make the decision of being manipulative, toxic, or messed up, it does not drive you to that to that extent because that's just not right. Now, do what? not use your mental health as an excuse. I understand it can hurt, and I understand it can it, it can affect you, and it, it can affect other people. But sometimes, but it that doesn't but that doesn't mean that that should take over your whole being and should 
affect how and and should affect how you treat people in a, in a in a negative manner that's way lower in a negative manner that's way higher than it's supposed to be so pretty much is that you have to be able to understand that the way that your posture or you're positioning yourself whether friends family or colleagues at work you need to understand if they're hurting harming anyone either physically or mentally and the words such as you know oh you're fat or oh you're this or oh you're that you know or trying to be able in a joking manner oh hey 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 you know you need to lose a couple of pounds wait a minute you're supposed sometimes to be my friend. friend the thing is sometimes friends will tell you what's wrong or tell you like what's wrong with like appearance wise or things like that but sometimes you gotta understand that sometimes that is not entirely about about them trying to be mean sometimes that's just them seeing something off and thinking I want to help this person so that, you know, something bad doesn't come out of it. But if it happens repeatedly or you feel bad about it and you go up to them, they just say, you're too sensitive. No, that's not how that works because that's your feelings and your feelings are relevant. And as the same person, I'm not naming names, the same person who came up to me and said anger issues with the, um, the person in the, in, in me had this, t- we, we were sitting at lunch and there, it's a table of, one, two, three, four, five. Five people. So he said to one of to one to the other girl there. I t- I took it as, and I believe they meant it as, you're more delusional because her because her aspect was more bubbly, excited, and um also more you know kiddish, having fun as a child. It was more it was more silly and weird. Which that's perfectly fine. That's not me and that's not me tenant that's not me personally, but that's perfectly fine. I don't mind watching someone have fun with their lives. But they, but he but he but he started downing on that and I'm like, Why? What did what did she's not hurting you. She's just there. Yes, but that's the problem is that because certain people see that you're living very high on just life, certain people don't want you to pretty much prosper they don't like when you're happy they want to see you sad and down and out and when i stood up for this person i went up to the person who said that you know what he told you know what he told me he told me that it's the truth and that i'm not wrong you are wrong because you are downing on a person who's having fun with their life and is doing what they want to do this is true i mean like i said when this things happen in life is for a reason to start really seeing who the person is and what they're meaning and what they're specifically you know behind everything certain people don't like you is because they honestly they don't like who god has made you to be whether you're happy or sad and you have a bubbly personality like some of my friends very bubbly very happy go lucky don't you know they don't let life get you down I mean, that's something that is very good and unique for a person, and you should be happy for them and now not the thing hurting is, them. I'm very understanding. I try looking at things two-sided and seeing how things are, but and I know and I can understand sometimes seeing a person have something better, something nicer than what you got, and you know something more appealing and feeling like you didn't get a good part or a good portion of anything, and you just feel kind of down about it. You should want that person to feel more welcomed or more happy with their lives 
Yes. You didn't get that in, in your own. I don't see, honestly, I quite frankly do not understand how some people just, how some people, you know, like some people will, how some people wish the worst on people mm -hmm. because they didn't get it. Personally, I wish the best on people who have things better than me because I understand that that's cool. And yes, I may feel like that's a little unfair to me, but that's perfectly fine. They're having fun with their lives and they're living things how they're supposed to be. That's how they're living and I'm living my own way. That's okay. And I understand that I want the best for this person no matter who you are or or you know what you, what you do. I want the best for you because that's personally my preference. I didn't if I didn't get something as good as you, at least you got what you, my my perspective is at least you got you got something and I got something. Everything's fine. And see certain times it's like God reigns on the just as well as the unjust and that doesn't mean that, you know, the just is getting away with anything. God's people are coming back and he's going to make them the head and not the tail. And he's going to reward you for what you have sown. And I like that, you know, certain times that wishing and, you know, praying, not wishing, but praying for the people to have, you know, success or or material things or anything that you have, you know, pray for them, bless them, thank God for, you know, you know, cheer them on succeed you know when things get down and out you never know what person has to lose in their losing season in order for them to gain and, and win in this season let me say that one more time for the people in the back you don't know what people have to lose have to be able to take away god has to take away from them and has to be able to you know replace in the winning season for them in order for them to be able to go through the task and the test they've been going through. And I mean, sometimes it's family, sometimes it's friends, sometimes it's identities, sometimes it's, you know, people that's been in their life for years and they have to let them go. So please understand and know that, you know, God is looking at us and he's thankful and he's grateful for what we do. But when we do it unto him and we do our best, a lot of people are not going to like you, but you need to understand and know that God is still in it for our good. Amen. 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 So now I want to let you know, thank you for listening. And if you liked what you please, if you like what you hear, please follow and subscribe. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Podbean, Amazon Music and Audible, Spotify and Stitcher, even YouTube, and also a lot of various platforms. Please, if you like the show, love the show, please leave a five-star rating. That will help us reach more people. And if you have any questions or comments, you can be able to find me on Facebook at It Is Written by Latanya Uyola. My name is L-A-T-O-N-Y-A-U-L-L-O-A. And also on Podbean, it is, it is written by Afrocentric Prophet. I understand that sometimes we do get a little bit busy, but I wanted to thank you so much for everyone that came to listen to me and Minuet's moment. I hope you enjoyed your time. God bless you. Bye. No, Sumida. Annyeong. Some face a lifetime.
of fallen tears But he's in the darkness, he's in the cold Just like the morning, he always shows 